Well, today we are so thrilled to have Katie Mallory of SlumberPod with us, and I am over the moon excited about today's topic. Well, you can't be more excited than I am because I, uh, I this is a spoiler alert, but I'm a mom's on call mom. So not only oh is gosh. mom's is SlumberPod a mom's on call friendly product, I would even venture to say it is a mom's on call inspired product. Oh my gosh, Katie. <laughs> and that just blows our mind. And, and, you know, we did, we met and started talking several years ago as you began this adventure and, uh, and to know that, Hey, this was a mom's on call mom who was like, wait, we've got to keep this routine intact and this environment, this great sleep environment intact when we're on the go, because we don't always stay home. Right. And, and, and to know that we had a, played a little bit of part in that still just really is awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for having me. Well, we loved it. We loved getting to meet your mom, <laughs> who is a part of all of this as well. And we cannot wait to hear the story. So this is part of what we love to do. So we want to introduce all of our listeners to the things that are going to help them live the day-to-day, -day, enjoy their kids, be able to get out of the house, do the things that they enjoy and make it easier. And so it's so perfect because you have created something that ticks all of those boxes and more. So I would love it. Tell us a little bit about like how it all got started. Sure. Well, I had my first daughter about eight and a half years ago and I read the mom's on call book. I downloaded the schedule. She had blackout curtains in her room. We had a white noise machine. We were using the schedule and that child who slept so well at home, we took her on a trip to visit my mom for the winter holidays. And we had to share a bedroom because my mom has uh, many children. In fact, uh, I believe it's nine all in, including full steps and halves. But the house was full and we had to share a room. Me, my husband, and my then, I think about a year and a half old daughter. And the window had blinds on it, but not blackout curtains. And a light was right outside the window. So the room was not as dark as what she was used to at home. And she kept waking up seeing us across the room and not being able to fall back asleep because she was confused. Why would mom and dad be in the room with me? So we tried everything, you know, shushing her back to sleep, rocking her, coaxing her into staying in bed and none of it worked. And we had, I believe two or three hours of sleep a night, two nights in a row and ended up going back home a day early, which was really sad because we were expecting to be making memories with our family. And instead we were, sleep deprived, frustrated, um, arguing with each other. Um, right. and it, it wasn't fun at all. So after that, uh, we swore off traveling for a little while, but once we were ready to go somewhere, I looked up blackout pod or baby block, baby light blocking device for traveling. And I didn't find anything. So I started bringing two cheap camera tripods and a sheet to string between them and two ponytail <laughs> holders with us two hotels, which kept you straight up mommed that. Absolutely. So seriously mommed that situation. Moms are creative. The ponytail nothing. holder element. Exactly. Right? Yes. We all have a few of those on our wrist at any given point in time, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, That's right. So I made this little temporary wall and that kept her from being able to see us 
in the room, but it didn't solve for keeping her sleep space dark because hotels, beach houses, et cetera, don't have very good window treatments. Hotels, you know, decent, but some light still comes through and your baby could still see you across the room, which means early morning wake-ups. It means hiding in the bathroom or on the balcony while your baby's trying to go to bed and forget napping, right? Unless you're literally going to stay in the bathroom for the entire nap. So um, (laughs) we did that for a while. And then flash forward to 2016, my mom was what we thought unfortunately laid off from her job, but it turned out to be a blessing because she offered to spend time with me when I was on maternity leave with two babies that time. So twins. And, um, during that time she said, you know, that problem that you had when you visited our house, I have to imagine that you aren't alone in that we should invent something that would help. And so the rest is history. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the Moms on Call. They have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they're sharing their experiences as nurses, business owners, and moms with you, completely unfiltered. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. I remember, you know, with my own kids, Katie, and traveling, we would go up to Pennsylvania and we, again, very much the same situation. We're at families' houses and there's no way of blacking out those, the, all the windows and trying to just make a safe place for all my kids. And I had twins too. And I can remember those octagon shaped gates. And so we would make those and try to make it and put a blanket or something over that just to try and buy us a few minutes until they could settle down and get to sleep. And, and I'll, I'll be honest, I'm really jealous. I am really jealous that this was not out when we were doing all of our traveling with our little kids. So <laughs> thank you for that. And, um, before, before I comment on that, I kind of have to pinch myself y'all. Cause I'm an Atlanta mom. I can't believe I'm talking to Laura and Jennifer. This is, this is like the craziest <laughs> thing. It really is. We, um, we love you guys. We, yes, we do. We, um, we're really glad that we had the product for our twins when it was kind of a full circle moment. We went back to visit my mom and stepdad for the holidays when my twins were maybe one pop. I, th- I think one. And my mom offered up their master bedroom because it had the most space in it. And for three nights, we had a toddler, two babies, two dogs, and two adults sleeping in one room all night long. All night long, those twins and my toddler slept for 10, 10 or 12 hours every night. Oh my gosh. So it really wasn't speaking out loud a dream that so many people who are listening right now have especially dog owners and people who have that kind of life where you have kids and you have moving parts and you want to visit your family that's further away and find a way to make it work. And even when you put this together, like it is so easy and it makes so much sense. Um, It was actually really fun. Laura and I put ours together over the phone. We each had one. We put them together in our living room. And we had the greatest time, but I mean, you put it together lickety split. It travels really easily. 
It wasn't a huge thing to add to all the things that you have to take with you when you go with two kids and much less the dogs anywhere. Um, so, you know, it didn't take up a ton of space. It was so easy to put together. And then you could do your mom's on call routine, start to finish and maintain what oftentimes can sometimes undermine the really great sleep habits that you work so hard to put into place at home. Now we can always fix that when you get home, but the slumber pod gives us an opportunity not to have to. That's exactly right. Not to mention when you're traveling and of course our product can be used for more than traveling. You deserve to have more fun than you do at home. You've paid money right. to, to um, fly somewhere or to rent a hotel or an Airbnb. So the idea that you could be getting less sleep and be more frustrated just sounds awful. Right. Why even go? And that's the thing is, is you do. You end up packing up a day early and just heading home and saying, okay, we're never, ever doing this again. Exactly. And, and pro tip, um, the slumber pod can fit inside your pack and play. And then you can just wrap your pack and play bag around it. So you could gate well, check it. And Yes. And I think that is brilliant. And it is so lightweight that you don't feel like you're carrying this humongous thing around with you. With you. Um, so tell us a little bit. Okay, we've got to go back to being on Shark Tank in January of 2020. Um, and, you know, we were thrilled. We were celebrating here uh, at Mom's on Call and cheering you guys on. And we were so excited when you were on that episode. But can you share a little bit about that experience, just especially from, you know, being a, a woman-owned business, creating a product that didn't exist, um, and then you find yourself in that arena. Uh, what was that like? It really was surreal. We were excited about imagine. the opportunity, but of course you have to keep yourself in check. So with every step, you know, when we found out we were going to need to fill out more paperwork or send in some other creative materials, we, we held on to hope, but we, we didn't want to get excited about ourselves. So even going out there and pitching in front of the producers one last time, we kept asking ourselves, are we really here? Is this really it? And same thing happened when we went out and we stood in front of the sharks and watched them get their makeup touched up before our segment recorded. We were going, are we really here? Is that Barbara? I mean, are they putting powder on Mr. Wonderful's head? Is this, is this really happening? And after that, we said, maybe it'll feel real when we watch it on TV. So the whole thing was just wild, but we had a really great experience. We got to pitch to five of the original sharks, which was Mark, Lori, Kevin, Barbara, and Robert. And they, um, of course, had a great time with us. We decided to go take a little bit of a risk, and we brought a real toddler and mom with us on the show to kind of act I out remember. what it's like to use the product. And that mom, by the way, was a super fan of ours. We'd never met her before until the show. So we invited her to come out because she talked about us on her Instagram stories almost daily. So we knew that she would be a lot of fun, but her son, he sleeps in a slumber pod every day at home. In fact, he is about four and a half now, I believe, uh, maybe four and three quarters. And he still sleeps in the slumber pod every night, but he was a little spooked out there with a different schedule, all the distractions like the aquariums. And so he ended up crying when we were recording it and we tried to keep our mom focused, right? I mean, mom, stay calm under pressure. So we kept pitching, even though he was crying and the microphone made the cries sound even louder than they were. 
And for those who watched, you may remember Mr. Wonderful asked, so how much does the slumber prison retail for? Right. And right. they at first, I don't think they really understood the product, whether they didn't have kids or um, their, their traveling situation is luxe enough that they don't need extra space or they have personal assistants who are taping up tinfoil to the windows or whatever it is. <laughs> but once they heard that in just a few months, we'd already done $600,000 in sales, they perked up a little bit. Right. And that'll, that'll make them turn their it heads. It did. For it sure. did. And just like y'all, we feel like we've had to work maybe even a little harder to know our numbers and to come across as buttoned up. We know that female entrepreneurs haven't gotten as many deals in the real world or on the show um, as male entrepreneurs. So we had flashcards where we memorized our statistics, every type of margin, um, landed costs, all those things. And we even had assigned which ones I would answer versus which ones my mom would answer. And we had a lot of fun getting prepared. You know, we'd just walk up and down the hallway, rehearsing our pitch and trying to come up with ways that we would be memorable so that we didn't end up on the cutting room floor. And that's because not all episodes that air actually end up recording. So our goal was to be buttoned up and to be memorable. And we were so thrilled that we ended up making it on TV. Oh, that is so fun. It's so, and I loved watching it. And I love the relationship that you and your mom uh, have. And that has come across, you know, especially since we've been watching you guys together um, and even still continues through today, watching you guys together really is so refreshing and so exciting to watch that mother daughter team. Can you talk a little bit about how, how that relationship goes? Jennifer and I, you know, we've been together now for 20 plus years and we're like sometimes an old married couple. She finishes my you <laughs> sandwiches, know, <laughs> sentences and, and, also and some sandwiches. sandwiches. And, you know, and we do, you kind of bounce those things off, but there's some hard things too. There's hard spots that happen that you have to just kind of dig in and lock arms and push through and get to the other side and, um, and be in a business owner when I don't know about the two of you, but Jennifer and I did, we went to nursing school, you know, we didn't take a business class and, um, and having to push through that. Can you talk a little bit about how did you guys navigate? Did y'all have like a game plan? Like how, how do you guys communicate and work through some of those tough parts? Sure. That's a great question. We both have experience in corporate America. Um, me, 15 years, and my mom, um, more than 15 years, believe it or not. She uh, she does look really great for her age, though. I am um, telling you sometimes, and it's hard to know who is who, because she looks like your sister. She looks amazing. I, mean, I want to I be her and look like her when I grow up. But she's, Absolutely. she's amazing overall. But we, we've always had a really good relationship and good chemistry. We consider each other best friends and family members, and we're similar in a lot of ways, but we're also different in some others, but the ways in which we're different are complementary, And that was recently verified by a thinking preferences test that we did at a team retreat. So we saw where we had some overlap, but we also saw where she is more analytical or um, more structured or, you know, needs to think through the cause and effect and, and all the data. Um, whereas I'm a little more relationships and passion and, uh, 
gut feeling oriented, if that makes sense. So it makes us a good pair, but we, we promised each other long ago that we would be kind. And that if we needed a moment to think about a big decision, or if we were struggling to communicate that we would take a step back and revisit when cooler heads were prevailing. But the number of times that we've had to do that, I can count on one hand. And we still are, of course, incredibly close and enjoying this together. And I have to add, too, that for those who are listening who are new or expecting parents, my mom is a great example of somebody who didn't know about all these moms on call things when she was having her children. She wishes she did, but they they didn't exist. She didn't exist. Um, But she very much embraced what was important to us. So even as somebody who came from a more traditional, you know, mom background, she was able to follow along and be supportive so that we could be a team. Cause it's not just about mom. It's about both parents and about other caregivers who might be pitching in understanding those fundamentals. Oh, I love that. You bring a a really good point into play that it does help to recreate an environment at another caregiver's house. It does help for you to be able to involve other people. And I'm still over here trying to think about all the places since how it's so easy to go on an airplane, like what places would we like to go with the slumber pot and kids? I think of all the European countries I'd like to visit with the slumber pods. If you could take your slumber pod anywhere, where would you go? You know, um, high up on my list is Switzerland because, and this would be a, a whole other podcast upon itself, but my husband recently found out that he has a long lost sister his mom gave up a baby for adoption. So he has a long lost sister who lives in Switzerland. She's American. We've been able to meet her and her family, but we haven't been able to visit her yet. And she's just the coolest. And her daughters are close to the same age as our daughters. And she and my husband look like twins. It's insane. Um, So I would like to go visit her in Switzerland. Until you can get there. Um, I follow a dog on Facebook. (laughs) And Instagram. As you do, you know, as one does. Right. Right. My boys are like, mom, don't say those things out loud. Um, But yeah, that goes throughout Switzerland. And you can see like all the different beautiful areas of the country without having to necessarily go there. But there is a long list of beautiful places. And what an awesome story. What about you, Laura? Where would you go with your slumber pod? I think right now I would head to... New Zealand. Yeah. I just think that's, although Brent's favorite place is Austria. Mm. He thinks Austria is the best. So I might would have to take him with me and we'll have our slumber. Well, we could fly together to to Switzerland and then you can just hop over to Austria. Let's do it. Okay. It's a plan. (laughs) I am ready to go. What about you, Jennifer? Pack your slumber pod and go to Sweden. That's it. Oh, yeah. Anywhere, anywhere that you ladies go, I'll go with you and we will have a grand time. I probably follow some kind of dog on Facebook that goes to these different countries. That's how I'll know where we need to stop and the things that we need to see because we'll all be so well rested. And that was the funny part that Laura and I talked about. Like, I would like a slumber pod because I, I like to sleep in the dark. I like to have the white noise on. Like, it just helps you get deeper sleep even as an adult. 
So, um, you know, if I could get an adult sized one, that would be awesome. That would be great because when Jennifer and I, sometimes, you know, we have to leave and go out of town. And so she'll, she'll be ready to go to bed and kind of roll over, but here I am still answering emails. So if I had a slumber pot, I could just put over her. That would be Perfect exactly. As I'm still and working you could have a lamp on or the TV on. You still can't see it through it. But I was thinking, should I say what it is at a high level for people who might be less familiar? Yeah, please. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. So let's um, go. Let's. It is Slumber Pod is a bottomless privacy pod. It looks a lot like a tent and is set up a lot like a tent, but it doesn't have a bottom. And it's made out of a breathable but nearly blackout dark material. It has a big zippered window area so that once you lower the whole thing over your baby's play yard or toddler cot or inflatable mattress, they can get or you can put them in and out through this big zippered window. But it folds down to a size that is, I think, about 17 inches by six inches by five inches when it is in the bag. So you can throw it in your carry on luggage, um, easily fits, obviously, in your car. But when it's all set up, it's tall enough for your baby to stand up inside. So if some of, you know, some of the other other solutions for covering a pack and play are lower. So this, this is high enough for your toddler to be able to sit or stand inside. Um, it has of course all juvenile product safety testing. We've also done some additional voluntary safety testing. It, um, has ventilation flaps that you can open up for additional airflow if you'd like. And, um, I mentioned earlier the flexibility of being able to use it with not just a baby in a play yard, but with older toddlers on a little pallet on the floor or an inflatable mattress, which means that it's got a lot of range too, but it helps. And I love that. It helps. Um, sorry, Laura, go ahead. Yeah. I, I love that, that you can use. It's not just for that toddler or, or newborn. It actually can go up to where they still have when you're putting the pallet, as my grandmother used to say on the floor, you know, you would be able to still give them their own little room. Exactly. Basically. It is like their own little room. So from four months to four and a half or five years, um, they could use our product and it creates that dark private environment so that whether you're in a bright room or a decently lit room or at a beach house in a gymnasium in a, I mean, you've, you should see all the places they've been set up. Well, Classrooms. Tell us, karate. tell us about some oh. of those fun places. <clears throat> karate so what, what's the funnest, <laughs> funniest places? Let's see. Karate gym is a good one. Um, at a gymnastics meet. So we had a customer who was performing in a gymnastics meet, um, as an adult gymnast who, um, that was actually a shark tank mom. So she had it set up there, oh um, in the airport. We've had several people set them up during a layover when a baby had a terrible nap. So you'd imagine you might get a question or two for t- from TSA, but otherwise uh, right. they move along. Um, inside cruise ships, um, oh my gosh. inside RVs. So pretty much anywhere that is in a cli- cool climate controlled environment, you could set it up, which means sleep anywhere, almost anywhere. Well, right. and when you talked about setting it up like a tent, If you have any memories, as I do when I was a kid, of setting up a tent, they're usually not pleasant. Like, this is not an easy process. (laughs) You know, I remember like the rain coming in one day and you can't figure out what goes in what hole and what direction it's supposed to be in. And it's like, you know, an instant way to fight with whoever you went out into the woods to, you know, enjoy peace with. And one of the things that I love is it is not like that. 
it is so intuitive and so easy to put together. So I can imagine like even putting it together at the airport. If I had to kind of pull that out and piece it together, we probably could do it in under three minutes, I would say. I bet so. And I don't want to give away too much, but we're in talks with a celebrity to do a promo for SlumberPod. And he and his uh, husband are talking about maybe having a contest to see who could set it up faster. But Ooh, I, I'm gonna I think that, that contest. Be brilliant. Yes. So offline, you, you can send me some guesses on who you think that might <laughs> That's be. That's right. Okay. All right. I'll send that to you. I bet you I know who. I bet you I know who. This is so much fun. Okay. So when you talked a little bit about SlumberPod being used for other things other than sleep. So what what are some of those things? Sure. So it could be a sensory tent to play with glow-in-the-dark things. You could watch a movie inside, whether that's on an iPad or be inside the pod, but watching a movie right. on uh, on the screen, of course, uh, outside. You could pretend like you're camping. In fact, that's one thing that has helped some reluctant toddlers get more used to it is pretend like you're camping, but indoors. Have a little, right. you know, indoor s'more and read books inside with little portable camping chairs. Um, and certainly plenty of kids have used it as a fort with Close supervision, of course, because it is such a fun looking little structure. Uh, puppet show. Uh, you could zip up since it's double zippers. You could zip up um, the sides a little bit. It so it's fold. just a little hole and then uh, have a little puppet show. Oh, my gosh. That is some. All right, Jennifer, that's I plan to come to your house for the puppet. You're going to do a puppet show. Look, I can take the one sock that I have, you know, the non-matching sock that my right. apparently washing machine eats. Everybody thinks it's the dryer, but the guy came to fix our washer one time. And he said, no, it's a washing machine that eats the one sock. But I have so many potential sock characters because I have one lonely sock that's waiting to be put in a slumber pod for your imagination entertain me with your story we could do the beginnings of moms on call with sock puppets in a slumber pod i love it i love it and how come we all just don't buy like one or two of the same sock i mean wouldn't don't all moms find themselves asking that several years in when they have 50 unmatched socks Mm -hmm. yeah for sure just buy the same type sock that's why i go to you know to a local store and I just buy the big pack of they're all the same color or the ones that you can mix and match. And then we don't have to worry about that anymore. So. <laughs> but, but yes, okay. puppet shows, all kinds of places that we can see. And for the people that are listening now, imagine in your mind where you would want to take your slumber pod and what characters you might make out of your mismatched socks to have a super fun time in your living room with your kids and your toddlers and all of it just sounds fun and relaxing and easy but getting from here to there Katie was not it took time and thought and effort and we would just like to celebrate everything that you put together and all the long hours and all the hallways that you um, traversed as you practiced the different things that you numbers that you needed to present. Um, and all the people that are listening who do the same, who work so hard trying to make life easier for others. So thank you for allowing us to celebrate you and your mom, this huge victory that has not only given us 
a wonderful way to send families out on vacations and fun times, but um, has given us an extraordinary admiration for the things that you did and thought and accomplished. But you know what? I wouldn't have been able to do it without lots of good nights of sleep. <laughs> it's the truth. Well, thank you so much for having hey, me on the show. That, that's, well, Katie, Katie, real quick before we go. So where can people find SlumberPod? What's, what's the best place for people to, one, find a SlumberPod, get on a list to get a SlumberPod? Because we want to make sure that our listeners uh, know where to find one. The best place is on our website, which is slumberpod.com. And the reason that that's the best place is because you can use a $30 off discount code um, from Moms on Call when you buy through oh our website. Gosh. So it's M-O-C, so like the abbreviation of Moms on Call, M-O-C podcast for $30 off um, now through um, this time next year. Wow. And that is... They're not going to find a discount like no, that anywhere. No, they're not. Else. And so we are um, we are often on Amazon when we're in stock, and we have several other retailers okay. we partner with as well. But demand has been so okay. high, we've been focusing sales on our website. Um, but they're uh, available for pre-sale right now. We're shipping out our next batch um, in the next two or so weeks. All right, excellent. So everybody, again, that's the Moms on Call podcast promo because you know both of us, our companies are passionate about creating a safe sleep environment and getting families the sleep that they need. So that code is MOC podcast, and that's $30 off at slumberpod.com. So make sure you head over to some slumberpod.com. And Katie, thank you. Thank you again for sharing. And I can't wait. We're going to hop on again soon and, and keep talking and spreading the word and encouraging other people to get out and do something good. Thank you so much. This was a pleasure, Jennifer and Laura. Thank you, Katie. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. Please visit momsoncall.com for more resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive this amazing parenting journey.